Hey everybody, welcome to the Proven Progress Podcast. I'm so excited you're here today because we have a really awesome interview with a couple of great ladies trying to make a positive impact on the world. And I'm going to just drop a little nugget from this interview from Chris Robinson. She says, you know what, we only live in two places. We live in our body and we live on this planet. So we really need to take care of both of them. And that's the kind of inspiration that I just love hearing coming out of these interviews. So I want you guys to sit back and listen to what these ladies have to say. And I hope it allows you to be inspired. You know what, information, it if information was all we needed, we would all be skinny, rich, and happy. So we need to be inspired. We need to allow things to change our thinking just a little bit. And this interview is going to do that for you guys. These two women have been on incredible journeys, overcome insane obstacles. So I I hope you enjoy. I think the biggest thing for us is that um, what we're doing, we're not doing just to have a business. We're doing it because we love it and because we're passionate about it. Living more simply, living more basically, getting back to our roots, which is our sort of motto for Purple Carrot is, um, you know, that's our thing is that we have, it's our passion, I think is the big thing as opposed to, oh, we just wanted to open a store and make money. All right, guys, I'm excited to have some really special guests on my show today. So we've got Chris Robinson and Kathy Lancaster of the Purple Carrot of Lethbridge. And these guys have opened this store. And I'm going to let them talk about it because they know a lot more about it than, than I do. Why don't you guys just start by telling us a little bit about your store? You did. You did. <laughs> you go ahead. Okay. I'm Chris. Um, so yeah, we opened Purple Carrot just over three years ago. We just had our third birthday. Um, and so Kathy and I worked together a lot longer. Kathy was my office manager, um, when I was nutritional consulting and we worked so well together that we decided to open a store of all the things that we love. So we're a health food store. Uh, we focus on allergy-friendly foods. We have lots of dairy-free and gluten-free foods, um, amongst other things. And one of our big passions is our planet. So we do lots of refills, uh, laundry soap and hand soap and deodorant, toothpaste and hairspray and gel and foods and herbs and spices and teas. And we're continually bringing in new refills. Although right now we're not bringing in new refills. <laughs> we're taking a brief COVID refill, new cool zero waste thing. It's not not the big seller right now. Um, but yeah, we actually we're pleased that we've been able to maintain um, refills while still being environmental and not creating waste through this time. That that's that's a tough thing to do. So yeah. No, very awesome. So you so you started out kind of on a nutrition consulting journey and then just turned it into a whole thing. So it was like how did how did you begin nutrition consulting? What got you on that path? Well, for me, I grew up in a super hippie family. Um, we grew wheatgrass in our dining room, and I have a poster actually that's up in my office here that it literally has the tack marks in it from being pinned up above where we grew our wheatgrass. So we didn't have a microwave. We weren't allowed to eat candy. Um, 
you know, maybe we're allowed 25 steps at the corner store. But I grew up really healthy and, you know, I grew up on Vancouver Island. Our doctor, my doctor prescribed the vitamins, you know, when I was a teenager and I saw naturopaths and chiropractors way long time ago before it was cool. And then um, I went to university and all of a sudden didn't have my mom's cooking and all the rules and I lost my mind and ate Mr. Noodles and McDonald's and Slurpees and went to the bar and I just treated my body like garbage. And I went from being a really healthy athlete to being sick all the time. I, oh, I was sick all the time. I just felt crummy. And I decided to leave school for a few reasons. I didn't, didn't figure out what I was passionate about and was spending lots of money and my health was a disaster and moved back in with my parents. And all of a sudden I became healthier again and realized, huh, that's weird. That's weird that eating well makes me feel well. And um, met my husband and had kids um, young. And my young or my oldest son uh, is on the spectrum. And we realized that what he really impacted uh, his health. And yeah, so decided to do my schooling for nutritional consulting. And I've been doing that for 12 years now. And uh, that's why I met Kathy. She was my favorite client. I called them my favorite family. When they came in, I loved it. <laughs> so yeah, so that's sort of how I started on nutrition. I just realized that the choices I made impacted how I felt. Yeah, wow. And so, so Kathy, you first met Chris by being one of her clients. Is that true? That's yes. Yeah, yeah, my uh, daughter is anaphylactic to peanuts and nuts. And so, yeah, I met Chris, which was great, and then just started learning all sorts of things about the body and how cool it really is. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so just went from there and just wanted to keep learning and learn more. And then I was really excited when I got to work with her. And uh, yeah, and then we just had the same, we just thought the same and had the same values. So then, yeah, just, you know, really wanting to bring something to Lethbridge that was where we spent all our time traveling to all these different other health food stores trying to get the things that we wanted and, and needed and stuff for right. our family. So you guys just saw a huge need in Lethbridge because you, you couldn't get this stuff anywhere else. Well, we found we had to go to 10 places. I would send my clients and like, here, go to this health food store and then go to that one and then head out to this farm and then go over here and then go to this store. And they're like, really? You want me to go to five places to get what you think I need? And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I do. <laughs> and so... Yeah, I mean, Purple Carrot isn't quite, we're not at our goal place. We want to definitely expand to be the sort of full package. We want produce and we want to be that one stop shop, but we have to go on baby steps. But we do feel like we've filled the need that we didn't have. I mean, refills just, they weren't an option at all um, when we opened and and that, I mean, the refills, uh, zero waste movement is huge. Like it's a really big, big movement right now which is cool yeah and maybe maybe speak to that a little bit like I I understand kind of the nutritional component that kind of part of your background is is the refill portion and kind of just treating our earth the way we need to how intertwine that into how you guys feel about that and where where that came from well for me too it was deep in my roots how I grew up I grew up in a little town in the Crow's Nest Pass and we always had a huge garden every year my grandma so we'd spend the summers picking raspberries and blueberries you know we'd go to the mountains and pick the blueberries and then 
um, you know, just helping my, my mom take out the garden in the fall and getting ready and everything was made from scratch. And we grew up, it was recycling, we reused whatever we could and it was just the way it was. And so uh, really wanting to get back to that, you know, again, I went away to school and didn't realize how great uh, life was growing up, you know, thinking, oh, things are better and cooler and moved to Lethbridge and, and kind of got away from it a bit, but then, you know, having my own kids and, and really, yeah, wanting to get back to composting and, and yeah, really having an impact on, on less waste. That's awesome. It comes, well, it comes down to, you know, awareness, awareness of your body. We sort of become complacent that, oh, I just eat this because it's at the grocery store, right? Then I just throw it in the garbage. And eating well and reducing waste and living simply, they all go well together. It's a respect for your body and a respect for our planet. And gosh, when you start looking into the amount of garbage, again, we're, we're in a small city and you go out to our landfill and our city does actually a really good job of waste reduction. But when you look at, like, say, New York or Vancouver, Calgary, Edmonton, Toronto, and those big cities where everybody's producing garbage, and you look at your garbage can that you put out at the end of your driveway every two weeks, how much garbage is in there? And then everybody on your street has that much garbage. And then everybody in your block has that much garbage. And everybody in your side of the city. And then everybody in your city, when you think of all of that garbage, that's messed up. And, again, we're in a little a little city. We don't. There's not a lot of people that live here. And so if everybody in the world is producing all that garbage, where is it going to go? And when you look at, like, in our oceans, there's, um, there's masses in our oceans. There's a mass, um, I forget what it's called now, which is terrible. I should have looked it up. But it's, there's a mass in our mass of garbage uh, that's the same size as the UK. And it's plastic, and that's just one. And they're everywhere. You know, we go down to the south, and you can travel around the little islands in the ocean, and you'd be like, what's that island? And the, you know, the islands would be like, oh, that's not an island, that's garbage. And it's all plastic that's in our oceans. We're eating plastic that's in our fish. We're, you know, there's microplastics everywhere. And it, and it just comes down to an awareness of, and, a, and a respect. We only have, there's a meme out there. You only have two homes, your body and this planet. And we need to take care of them both. Yeah, that's probably huge. huge. <laughs> um, and even, and correct me if I'm wrong, but is mercury poisoning essentially from like the fertilizer that seeps through the soil into the rivers, then to the ocean, then to the fish? Is that is that a real thing, or am I making that up? I don't know. I wouldn't. I don't know the facts on that. I know that. I mean, mercury can come from a few different places. Um, the fish that are highest up on the food chain have the most mercury, like sharks and tuna, mackerel, mackerel, mackerel high up there. Mm -hmm. um, sharks and tuna are the big ones because they eat, you know, the little fish that eat the this, that eat the that, that eat the this. So when they're, and then we eat them. And so, you know, the, it's always the, the animals at the top of the food chain that get the most junk sort of thing. So where the mercury in the ocean comes from, I mean, fertilizer, sure could be a could be a source there's i think there's oh man we start getting into sources of chemicals and farming and what have you and i mean body care i mean that's the other thing too we look at what we eat and what we're putting into our but what are we putting on our body as well and i mean that that's just a whole other kind of worms yeah absolutely i uh you know i i do follow a lot of different 
podcast and just find so much fascinating information out there that I think that if people aren't seeking it, it's, there's so much unknown of what is actually in the things we're eating, um, right down to like, you know, vegetables can have herbicides in them and even eating meat that has eaten a, a grain or a plant that has these herbicides, you can still get it from that way. What is yeah. your your best recommendation for trying to avoid those kinds of things? Like, I guess if you were, if I was brand new and you were going to, if you, if you were going to just give me that one step to start on my path, like what's that little shift of thinking differently in how I select at the grocery store, or maybe it's not even shopping at the grocery store. I don't know. I don't know. Right. Like, yeah, I think there's, educate me. Yeah, well, and I think there's a variety of levels, and it depends on where you're at. I think the best thing to start with, the most simple thing, is know where your food comes from. Where does it come from? So where does, you know, where does an apple come from, right? It, it comes from a tree. You know where that comes from, or where does an egg come from, or where does a steak come from, or where does lettuce come from? You know where that comes from. Where do the ingredients in your Pop-Tarts come from? Who the flip knows? What is BHT? What is you start looking at ingredients on cereals and cookies and crackers and your packaged foods and you start being like, what is that? And you start Googling and it's like, oh my goodness. So, you know, I think eating real foods and the, you know, the perimeter of the store, the, the least packaged foods that don't have that long list of ingredients is the best place to start. And then you can move further in into that, eating more vegetables because vegetables do contain components that'll help getting rid of the junk and then the fiber and some of the nutritional components, the nutrients in there will help your body in naturally detoxifying. And then you can go further and try and eat organic. You can go further and have your own garden, you know, so you can, there's always improvement you can make, but I think the biggest thing is eat simply and know where your food comes from. And, and just that in itself is, is huge. Yeah. Yeah. Knowing, yeah. You know, exactly what is available locally, right? Like what vegetables are locally growing that you can get or the meat that's locally raised and the eggs and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, not packaged and preserved that could be shipped thousands and thousands of miles and then eventually end up on your plate after it's <laughs> frozen three times. And Yeah, well, yeah well, when, you exactly. look, when you actually start, and I think the biggest thing, it starts with awareness, just become aware. And, and try not to turn into a crazy person, you know, where you're like, oh my gosh, I can't eat anything. That's going to cause cancer. And this is going to be, because that's not helpful either. But when you do, when you start reading labels and you start looking up what they are, you're like, what the heck? You know, um, a really good example is um, Nutri-Grain bars. You know, you think Nutri-Grain, ah, grain, fruit. That sounds good. That's a healthy snack for me or my kids. And you start looking at the ingredients. There's weird oil preservatives like tbhq which is like a it's like a butane derivative or you know the amount of sugar the food coloring or you know fruit roll-ups or another one where i remember years ago we were driving out to bc with my family and we stopped at that a and w by the, that big huge dump truck in sparwood have you been there yet Oh yeah, um, that's on the way and, home for me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and my, so we always used to stop there because the kids always the big dog truck. Oh my gosh! Um, and we went into A and W for a treat because you can't park with all the time. 
and they got a fruit roll up in their kids meal and they're like mom can we have this and I looked and I'm like oh it can't be that bad and I started reading the ingredients and I was like oh my gosh I used to have it in my drawer that just I'm gonna look and see if I still have it well maybe not maybe I got rid of it I had it for years I'll look in a sec when Kathy's talking um but it has like methylparaben and propylparaben in them which I won't even I won't even use shampoo with parabens in it. Uh, and then propylene glycol, which is, it's an emulsifier, so it makes things like smooth texture. I won't wear deodorant with propylene glycol in it because of its links to breast cancer. But it's in the fruit roll-up, like that's messed up. And we don't question it. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like, I feel like I, like after this interview, I'm actually gonna have to go to my pantry and take fruit roll-ups. <laughs> <laughs> That's fruit. It's rolled up. It's fun. Like, why, you know, why would you not? Why, you know, it has some periperium, what have you. And so we, we just assume, same as the Nutrient Bar. You Nutrient Bars, they've done a really great job of marketing. Why wouldn't you? It sounds healthy. It's whole grain and it's fruit. So you have to actually read the ingredients and question them. Yeah, and actually, like, those Nutri-Grain bars have more sugar in them than, like, the chocolate-coated chewing bars. <laughs> Because, <laughs> like, um, I'm definitely not anywhere down a health food journey to any kind of extent that you guys are, but I definitely have been, I pay attention to sugar a lot because I've noticed how, well, sh like, sugar and empty carbs, like white bread. Yeah. Thing, just because it, it impacts my energy so severely. And I, I notice it different in my kids. I know you, like, talking about your kids, like, man... When my kids eat crappy, they are crappy. Like it's, yeah. like, it's actually crazy how much that affects their behavior. So I do pay attention to sugar. <laughs> and that's a, that's a huge thing. That's big. That, that, that is a number one issue. I mean, sugar, all the studies that are done on, on sugar are ridiculous. And again, you look at kids' behavior. I mean, I know for my son who's on the spectrum, when he was young and he would have sugar, or he would have um, MSG, I remember, him having, I don't know, Mr. Noodles or something at one point. It wasn't something we ate. So he had it as a treat. And all of us, he was a lunatic. I was like, what is wrong with you? You are not my child. Like it was such a black and white difference. And, and sugar can do that. And I'll have kids, you know, um, you know, the ADHD coming in mm -hmm. for appointments. And I mean, you take out sugar and you take out food coloring and you will, you'll notice the difference in their behavior. For sure. Women with hormone issues, you know, you're pleasant one moment and you're a raging lunatic the next and you're sad and then you're this, you're that. I mean, oftentimes hormone issues are so related to blood sugar. So being mindful of your sugar is huge. Yeah, absolutely. So question for Kathy, because like, what's your educational background? Like, you are, are you, you're, did you take nutrition as well? Like, what is kind of your story of like, you said you went away to university and then it was kind of had kids. Like, what? What does your kind of life story look like to getting to the point where you were, you're like, I'm going to this nutritionist and now I think I'm going to work for her. <laughs> How did you get there? Um, geez. Yeah. So uh, what is a short, short version of that? Um, so a long version and I'll just, <laughs> I mean, when did you take the university? I don't even know that. I, I took like business 
it worked out because now you own a store. It did. It did. Yeah. And so, yeah, you know, I got married and um, I don't know. I just kind of went on. So my husband, my late husband, he was very into the outdoors and all that kind of stuff. And so we would, he built this amazing cabin um, and it's way back and, you know, we lived off of solar panels and a generator and, you know, a well water and, you know, we were sufficient. Uh, we did have to go, we didn't grow our own food. Uh, we had, did have to go into town, but yeah. So just all these different adventures and then, you know, had four kids. Um, and then my husband was always, he was really excited because he always got to live his passion. And so he always would be like, you know, bugging me, Kathy, what's yours? What do you, what are you passionate about? And I'm like, oh, I'm just happy. Just, we're just on these adventures and good. But uh, then he passed away suddenly. So then I kind of was there standing there with four kids and I'm like, wow. So that really, that question really stuck with me. Um, and then, yeah, my oldest, my daughter, um, she had a lot of health issues and stuff. And I, you know, started really looking at different things. This, you know, what is affecting this? And so, um, you know, that's thing meeting Chris and then just really kind of getting the blinders off and just like, wow, there's this whole other world um, that we can heal ourselves. And, and then it's really getting back to, you know, yeah, being really aware. I mean, when I was growing up, that's the thing. Our food came from our garden out back and, you know, everything my parents raised, you know, um, their own animals, you know, and everything. And so it was just, yeah, really like, wow, that, that's how life should be is we need to get back to the basics. And so then um, it did, it became such a passion for me and wanting to learn more and more and I'm still learning every day. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, and then just noticing such a huge difference in my kids' health as well, and my own too, um, and that. So that's been been huge. And I do. I get excited every day to come. It's not it doesn't feel like a job. I just get excited every day to come in, um, and wondering what I'm going to learn today about anything, the body, or just different things, um, environment wise, or you know how we can do better and. Yeah, wow. How many, I, I didn't even know, how many years ago was that, that your husband passed away and you just like had to take the reins with four kids and like. Yeah, so it'll be 12 years this summer. Years, wow. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, they were little. And so then, you know, just growing, yeah, them and just going on a different path, so. Yeah, for sure. But, man, like. But do you feel like the purple carrot, like that is finding your passion and, and doing your thing? Like if he was here today, he'd be like, yeah, Kathy, you found it. Yeah, it, totally. It, it, it is deep. Yeah, it is my deep passion for sure. And I do, I, I think of that often and I think, yeah. And so I, I thank him a lot because I'm like, wow, without... You know, he, you know, it was just such a question he asked me and he, you know, kept bugging me and you have to dig deeper and what do you want? And, and so it just, yeah, just staying with me after he passed and just, yeah, I'm so grateful yeah. um, that it did. And yeah, I, I really, I owe a lot to him as well um, yeah. for pushing me. Yeah, that's huge. Man, and I can only imagine the vision that you guys have for your store. I know you've only been in business for three years. 
and I have been in your store a couple of times and you know like you guys have so much stuff in there that just it seems foreign to me because like I grew up like the opposite of what you guys were talking about (laughs) (laughs) um, oh my gosh I like live in the northwestern corner of Montana and like this totally Republican household where like we did act like we hunted like I actually did not eat beef until I was 18 years old and I was like oh my god where has beef been all my life (laughs) (laughs) like wild game just does not it just does not quite have the same great taste as beef but you know the funny thing is now that like like we know all of these things about like health and like we eat only wild meat now like my dad's still you know, provides that to us, and we're so grateful for that. Because and and it's kind of an acquired taste. You have to cook it the right way and do certain things. But um, but other than that, like other than the wild game, like it was like anything you could just add water to. Like <laughs> my mom, like she worked. My dad worked. Like super busy, high stress family. Like we're American so like everything is better with more butter and like massive portion sizes and stuff and it's just so funny because when I moved to Canada the first year I lived here and it could have been because I was very a very poor student but like I lost 20 pounds by like doing nothing differently but I just genuinely think it is the difference of how people eat and how people are and just like it's a culture thing when you go like there's not a golden corral on every corner of this street and um i don't know it really got me thinking and then you know you have kids and you start thinking oh my gosh what's best for their health and you realize that they eat the same garbage that i eat so anyways long story short i just i am not i i don't speak health food language if, if that is a good way of putting it. But um, I see so many things in your store. You guys have like this massive supplements wall, like all, <laughs> all kinds of things. Um, do you still consult out of your store, Chris? I normally do right now with the COVID thing, I can't. Um, but normally I consult almost full time. So four days a week, nine to five, I'm in full time appointments. So it's, it's busy. My consulting practice is really busy. I normally share the office with another woman who's on maternity leave right now. So prior to her going on maternity leave, I was only doing two days of appointments. And then I was in the store a few days a week. And then Kathy and I would do our admin staff. Um, But with Kylie being on maternity leave, I'm doing four days um, to sort of pick up the slack. And then the plan was when Kylie came back, I was going to do three days, she would do a few days and some evenings. And so then we would be operating sort of probably five, six days a week plus evenings, but who knows what's going to happen now. So I'm just doing a few phone consults right now and I'm in the store um, full time at this time, which I really enjoy. I started off working in a health food store when I was like 21. And that's where I met my husband was working at a health food store. Um, You wouldn't know that with him now um but um yeah so he's not not coming on staff anytime soon he actually you know what he's been on his days off he does our deliveries and if we're like really strapped every now and then he'll come in and he'll work the till he'd uh he broke his ankle right before we opened the store so he inputted all of our like he was our getting our inventory into our computer guy 
when we were setting up. So he knows how to use our system. So in a pickle, he'll come in and work the till. He's like, I won't stock. And I really don't think I should help people, but I'll rig him in. That's awesome. He is, he's, he's very bubbly and, yeah. and what have you. So, but yeah, I mean, and he knows his stuff. Like he worked at health food stores for years before I even met him. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, for sure. So where do yeah. you where do you guys see your store in ten years? Like, what is like your ultimate? If you could in ten years from now, what is your store? Oh, we have plans. So much money. <laughs> so <many big> plans. <laughs> we have big plans. We want yeah, we want everything. We want a rooftop garden. We want a community garden. We want to be growing our food that we sell. We want to be making salads and juice bar. Juice bar. That's yeah, we want we want more practitioners. I um, mean, we want the center. I think if you talk to any, pretty well any health practitioner, the goal is the center. Everybody wants a center, so we want like a big health center. Like, but then again, all local and as sustainable as possible as well. Uh, we want, yeah. Yeah, we, we have so many ideas we can't even say them all. We're just, there's, yeah, we want, yeah, we have lots. We have a few things we're going to slowly start rolling out. We were going to roll out sooner. We have some cool things we were going to roll out really soon, but again, everybody's life's on hold right now, so we'll see when we can roll out some of our cool stuff. Are you ready to tell me what it is so people can start getting excited about it? We're, we're going to go mobile, which yes. we're sort of mobile delivery. We wanna, we're going to do a mobile refill center. So we want... Nice. Yeah, so we already started, like, we have our plans for our van, and we already, you know, spoke with the, you know, some dealerships to start looking for a vehicle that we can transform into a mobile refillery. So that's our next that's plan. Awesome. So we can refill on the go. We can go to the farmer's markets, or we can head over to the university, or what have you, but it... Yeah, it doesn't really fit. I guess it could fit. Could even do it sooner. Anyway, everything just got put on hold. With like, oh my gosh, we can do anything different. Well, in like, oh my gosh, Kathy, you said you have four kids. Chris, how many kids do you have? Not four. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and I have help still too. I just have two. I have two boys. So yeah, I admire Kathy. I mean, what were they? One, three, five, and seven. Yeah, two, four, six. Two, four, six, and seven. When her husband died, which is, that's insane. Like, that's insane. I think of my, I only have two, and again, have have a helper still, sometimes. Sometimes he's healthy. <laughs> Just kidding, he's healthy. <laughs> Don't let him listen to this. Busy, <laughs> uh, I have half the kids and double the help. So I just, the fact that Kathy has done what she's done with her kids, I just, I'm blown away by her. It's amazing. Yeah, it's incredible. Like, I, yeah, could not even imagine. But I mean, clearly life looks different for, for you guys now. So rolling out new programs at work is probably not really where your focus is in this one. But, but yeah, no, that all sounds awesome. Like to, to hear kind of where it wants to go, where it is now, and just like your guys' why behind it. And I think you guys do have some really deep roots in just the meaning behind that. As far as like a business goes that's going to go and achieve your wildest dreams, like it's only going to make people healthier, make our planet better. So why not? Like that sounds awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. 
Yeah, for sure. So if you guys are local, you have to check out the Purple Carrot. They are, how many, like, I don't even know how to describe it. Kind of like by, I don't know. You guys just say your address because that helps. Everybody, everybody knows we're in the old Fanny's Fabric building on 2nd Avenue South. So we're 1243 2nd Avenue South. 2nd Avenue South, okay. Yeah, I, I don't know Lethbridge that would like the old buildings <laughs> no me neither it was before my time but everybody says that oh yeah the old fanny's fabric building okay well, i didn't grow up far from here so i remember coming here as a kid running around this huge fabric store so <laughs> do you remember yeah. it as a fabric store yeah. that's awesome yeah <laughs> oh very 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 cool so yes, if you guys are in this area, you have to check them out. I'm sure you guys are online. Can you, do you guys ship stock out online? We're, we will ship for sure. I have clients that come in from out of town quite a bit. So we ship supplements to out of town clients. Um, and then we've been shipping a little more. We just shipped a bunch of pepperoni out to Toronto. Yeah. <laughs> we had a fellow who was here last summer and we have a local, like the spicy grass fed beef pepperoni. And he said he can't find anything out there that's comparable, so he just ordered a huge box of pepperoni <laughs> that we shipped out to Toronto. So that was cool. Um, yeah, so we will ship out word. It was never our plan to be online because our whole thing with the store is back to our roots. We want you coming in to experience and have a conversation with us where we can chat about being healthy or why you take that. I mean, we have amazing knowledgeable staff, so the experience is what we want to provide. We want to encourage people to get offline and participate in their community. That's However, <laughs> right now, not that is not encouraged. Um, <laughs> and so our amazing social media girl has put an online form on our website and she's working on a catalog to put online. And so you can't technically like put stuff in your cart online. Right. But we're working on stuff. It's a very, very fast work in progress. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, and I think that's kind of where tons of people are right now. It's just like, yeah. oh, gosh, like we have to make this huge pivot. So, so no, yeah. everybody will give you some grace in that regard. But when, when life returns to normal, you guys have to check out their store. It is so cool. And the environment in there is just so warm and welcoming. And everybody's so friendly. So you have to go. Oh. Thank you, Bonnie. Yeah, no, for sure. And you'll be lucky to catch Kathy and Chris. They are so busy and they're always they're always <laughs> around but um, swamped. But do try to say hello and let them know that, that you heard their story here. Um, because I think that that just provides an extra connection to, to anybody going into their store. These are two really, really great people. All right, guys, you heard it from them. If you are around the Lethbridge area, you have to check out the Purple Carrot in person and to experience the whole entire store. They've got all kinds of really awesome things in there. But if you're not local or you just want to cruise around online, you can find them at purplecarrotlethbridge.com or purplecarrotlethbridge on Instagram and Facebook. So check them out 
and really start to think about how you can start taking better care of the two places you live, your body and this planet. So you guys know where to find me, bonnieprovincial.com, and I want you guys to make sure to keep making progress towards the things you want most in your life. Until next time, guys, take care.